What going on? What cooking, as they say? Welcome, welcome everybody to the Taz Show. Another edition coming at you, straight forge ahead, as they say. And uh, looking forward to doing this one with you here. I'm going to talk a little NXT here shortly, and uh, it should be a good one. I watched uh, the whole this, this past week, this past episode of NXT, and we're in uh, July of 2018. If you're keeping score, so uh, around uh, well. Mid-month of July 2018 So thank you for downloading this episode of the Taz Show On Apple Podcast Or maybe on uh, Radio.com, TazShow.com So I think this is episode 585 Probably 585 Jesus Christmas Holy shnankies Man, a lot of shows Uh, We're on the cusp of 600 and I don't know if we're going to have a lot of fanfare like we've done in the past. I'm kind of like Solo Jones now. The peanut gallery's gone. The producers, the board ops, the call screeners, the live phone lines, the jocularity with others in the room. I still bring in some jocularity on my own. The. Oh. Sound effects store. Oof. What happened to the sound effects store? Wow. Episode 600. You might have none of those again. It might just be me. Solo Jones, insert the cricket sound effect. Yeah. So, and you know what? I'm having a blast, and that's no bullshit. I loved what we've done in the past with the show for the past three, four years over the frigate's been. Uh, Loved it, loved everything, all the different producers on the show And all of you guys obviously calling the show Facebook Live, Video Director, Crying Brian, Handsome Johnny, all the guys uh, um, You know, Video Brian, obviously Seth uh, Seth and I are going to record a, a podcast very soon together actually um, Who else, you know, all these guys, the captain, all these guys, everybody uh, You know, like I said, all the call screeners we've had over the time It was a fucking blast um, you know, and you know, it's changed now. It's obviously different. It's straight podcast city, just me. You guys know the drill, and, and I'm loving it. I'm actually loving it. Not taking away from anything that I've done in the past or that I've had the opportunity to do with CBS Sports Radio. I'm sorry, with CBS Radio, I should say, and with the new uh company of Entercom. No, I'm I'm super stoked and, and excited. Um, what has happened in the past, uh, excited, I mean, appreciative, I should say, I'm excited what's been going on now. With me just doing it, me and a microphone, my thoughts, opinions, and you, you know, you all, you know, your ears, you know, to me, it's, it's, that's, that's the bee's knees and shit. That's, you know, uh, it, to me, it's the truest art form for a, uh, a broadcaster or, or a man or a woman who's opinionated, uh, in a specific topic 
if you have a microphone in front of you and there's no bells and whistles, no smokes, no smoke and mirrors, none of that shit. It's just you and the mic. And, and I, you know, to me, that's always been what the Taz show was. Humbly speaking, always been what the fucking show was, dude. Yo, seriously, like, all the other stuff we had going on was cool as hell. It really was, you know, but from from everything, from, like, all the shit I just named, all the stuff we were doing, uh, you know, live, live, every day, all that stuff was sweet. It really was, but, um, and I wouldn't want to change that i'm i'm so glad we did what we did and had the opportunity things change business change obviously i have the opportunity i have i'm living my opportunity and of doing a live daily sports show on cbs sports radio with mark Belus's taz and the moose so um that's one of the main reasons why the daily taz show had to um change to a straight podcast three days a week for a while it was two days a week now i'm consistently giving you three shows a week so um <sighs> I, to me, this is like I said. It's it's this is what it's always been. Just my thoughts, my opinions, my you know the f- fun I try to have with you guys, or sense of humor, or or serious at times, whatever the hell it is, you know, and and my expertise and opinions on wrestling at the end of the day. So, um, but you know what? I uh, a lot of you guys have stuck with the show. Some of you guys left. Once it wasn't live any every day, and once there wasn't phone call, phone lines, you guys could call in, or so fans could call in. So some people left, and that's cool, fucking cool. See you later. Take care. Best of wishes to you, and uh, best of luck in, luck in your future endeavors and shit. Right. So I'm cool. Whatever, man. You know, you're loyal to me. I'm loyal to you. If you want to walk away, walk away. That, for those that did walk away, it's all good. There's a lot of um options out there of content. You know, you don't pay for these for my show or maybe other shows. I, it's cool, you know. Um, no problem. I I don't I don't keep track. I don't have a list, but I I know um, some of you guys that have been very loyal. I see you guys still on social media, um, either promoting my content or or complimenting my content or giving an opinion on my content. Whatever it may be, you're engaging. I'm appreciative, um, and that means a lot to me. Um, that's that's cool as shit and and to me it's like you know i don't know it's just i just i didn't plan to get into this topic here and i'm gonna move on in a second but <laughs> and talk about nxt <clears throat> but i don't know i just uh, looked at that we're this is episode 585 and figure we're right near 600 and i remember when we were right at 500 how it was just a bang bang crazy show and all the guests that we had on it from Johnny Mundo and JR and Kate Lindahl and obviously uh, Chris Jericho was in studio. So, you know, we had a blast. So um, uh, episode 600, I don't think it's going to be that as uh, extravagant. So uh, it's going to be what you're hearing right now. Yes, just me. Sorry. So. That's the way it goes. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll get chatting about uh, about NXT in in about one minute, guys. Um, if you are someone you know is concerned about a veteran, please call the Veterans Crisis Line, guys. Okay, I've talked about this before. Um, please give me your ears if you don't mind. Here, confidential support is available twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year for veterans and their families. One eight hundred. 273-8255 press the number 1 or use the online chat function guys on veteranscrisisline.net or text you can also text 
The Veterans Crisis Line is available to all veterans, even those not enrolled in VA healthcare. Okay, so guys, please visit veteranscrisisline.net. Learn more about recognizing signs of crisis, warning signs of suicide, and how to respond to a veteran loved one in crisis. Again, one more time, I'll give you the phone number, 800-273-8255, press the number one, uh, or use the online chat function on veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255. So, NXT. Okay. Uh, I liked it. It was a. It was. It wasn't one of their better NXTs, f- frankly, in my opinion. This show was heavy packages, like uh, lots of promo back promos backstage with talent uh, uh, packages. I should say, and some promos backstage with talent also. Um, and you know what? I I'm I'm cool with a heavy package show sometimes here and there. It's good character development. As long as the packages are good And nine and a half out of ten times The packages WWE production puts out No matter if it's NXT, Raw, Smackdown Or what have you The packages are normally awesome um, I, I'm proud to say I know a lot of the guys that work In Stanford, Connecticut In the heartbeat of WWE At the TV studio And some of the guys that put these packages together And they're fucking talented dudes And girls so not just guys. So I wanna I wanna you know tip my cap to all them um, because they do they do great work and that's the truth. Um, my time as an announcer, as you guys know, I spent a lot of time at the TV studio, especially Michael Cole and I calling SmackDown because it was a lot of post production stuff. So we spent a lot of time on Wednesdays Wednesday evenings a lot uh, or Thursdays, but mostly Wednesdays. You know, working. Um, at the TV studio, and we had a lot of downtime at times. So there was times for me. Where I would pay attention, learn, watch what these men and women did uh, behind the scenes to make all of us as talent look good. Um, you know, and I used to go back and tell the wrestlers that once I retired from the ring, like, yo, these fucking guys and girls are really busting their ass and taking care of the boys and, and girls. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, make sure you respect that, man, because they really do some badass shit. So, uh, but this episode of NXT was, uh, like I said, um, good amount of packages. I'm trying to remember now, just spitball off the top of my head. There was uh, an EC3, Kona Reeves, uh, backstage deal. Then it went into like an undisputed era, uh, NWO feel again with with the guys talking. You know, that was kind of long. In there, they they crushed in a uh, Cassis Ono quick match. It's like seven seconds, kind of a waste of time, to be frank. I mean, but whatever. I just, I guess, just to get the guy on the show. Um, Trying to remember what else there was. Uh, oh, the War Raiders package was really good. I really enjoyed that. Velveteen Dream package was in there. That's always good. But the War Raiders one, if they've aired this before, I didn't see it, so it's my first time seeing it. So pardon my ignorance if this is not new, but to me it was new. So I had never seen it before. Um, so I was digging it. I thought it was very cool, um, very in depth. Really learned about both those guys. Um, Hanson and Rowe So the, the, they got very big upside And um, cool feel to the characters So I really enjoyed the War Raiders package The The first match that we saw Was uh, You know, a female women's match And it was uh, Dakota Kai against Lacey Evans Now I like both these girls I think they're both like really, really good in the ring And their characters and their look is excellent I've talked a lot about Dakota, how well she sells and that baby face feel that she has, you know, and she does. She's very talented. She's 
I don't know if the young lady is double jointed or just insane flexibility or like yoga Jones. I don't know what her deal is, but her arms can be like bent around and stuff like that. So Lacey Evans has the big heel. She took advantage of that and did some cool stuff like that with submissions. But I'll get into the depths of that in a second um, with Lacey Evans. So uh, I I like, first off, Lacey Evans I've talked about in the past, but I I like her character because it's kind of like a throwback feel. I can't remember the lyrics in her music, but there's some kind of words in there like that. Like she's, I don't know, like yesterday. I don't know, like some kind, I I don't want to even assume I know, but I know it was something like um, lyrics that said she was from yesterday or uh, throwback, whatever the frig it was. That's not it, but it's something close to that. You get my point. She's, uh, you know, I believe she was in the military. I believe she was a Marine, if, if memory serves me. And she dresses kind of like a, a, a pinup girl, like throwback to the 1940s, uh, that look, which is cool. It's different, but she brings a very new, young feel to it. Very pretty girl. She's in great shape. Uh, she's not a little girl. She's a muscular girl. Tough. You can see she's tough. Um, I like I like the whole package, uh, including Dakota, Dakota Kai, obviously. Completely different character than Lacey Evans. Now, I'm watching this match, and they kind of fooled me at the end because the person who won, I didn't expect to win because of the way the match was going. And that's okay. That's that's what you should do. You should, as a booking committee or writers or the agent on a match or the talent, take the audience on a little ride and swerve them sometimes. And 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 they think they know what's going to happen. And uh-uh, they're wrong. That didn't happen. I'm cool with that. I like being fooled. But there were things in this match, and, to, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. You guys know I'm usually, I err on the side of putting over the talent usually. I, I didn't like um, the way the match was laid out, uh, frankly. I didn't, uh, from a heel perspective, I, I feel like the way it was laid out, whoever the agent was, or maybe Lacey didn't put it out the right way, I just felt like she lacked a little bit of sense of urgency and she lacked some intensity. And I've seen her work more than once, and she usually has that intensity. She usually has that sense of urgency. And, you know, uh, early in the, in the match, early in the heat, when, uh, you know, there was the, the spot where Lacey was going to take over and get her heat on the, on the baby face in Dakota Kai, she delayed too much and the announcers even and they did the right thing they had to say that she was taking a little time like she was talking too long and she was delayed in this and and they had to say that because there was a little too much downtime there and then once Lacey got her heat on Dakota she just I just feel like professionally speaking she just wasn't aggressive enough and intense enough during the heat there was a lot of Downtime in the heat Very slow Like you know not a lot of hope for the baby face Throughout the heat Like meaning high spots And just to pull back the curtain a little bit I might have talked about this in the past But I'm sure some of you can get your wrestling Insider term dictionary out Or listen to somebody else's Wrestling podcast that's a fan So uh, you know The word uh, you, you know that That is used for this is hope spots right There wasn't a lot of hope spots for the baby face During the heat which is important Because it makes you Feel like the baby face Has what hope right Hope to come back and and Gain momentum now the people in Orlando There they were behind Dakota, which is good. That means Lacey's got heat, which is Lacey wants. She's the heel. But I I just felt there was several times during her heat, Lacey's heat, that she should have really 
kept on him on. Just again, one guy's opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Just the way I see it. Um, I'm still a big fan of Lacey Evans. Just calling it real how I see it. And there was a, I think it was a hopes. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, a moonsault. It might have been a spring pole moonsault. I think by Dakota. I'm sorry by Lacey, and she missed it. And then that's when you start seeing a little comeback by the babyface by Dakota. Um, and even then they went back and the pacing was, it just didn't flow. Like it just didn't flow for me. And then out of nowhere, which the announcers did a good job building up the woman's rights. That's the name of her punch, her right-handed punch, which I love the name. I love the gimmick. It fits Lacey, whoever came up with that gimmick, if it's Lacey or whoever, I love it. Love the name of it. Everything. That's very cool. Especially in this day and age, what's going on in our, our world, right? What the women's rights, right hand. I think it was a right hand. I don't think she's left. I think she's righty. I thought it was awesome, <laughs> but this is what happens. So, you get all this heat on Dakota, beat the heck out of her, and then the heel wins the match. She just knocks her out, and Lacey wins the match. I was like, "What the hell happened?" Like it just <laughs> now again. I don't mind being brought on a little, you know, roller coaster ride, and it doesn't mean there's a certain way that a match always has to go. But usually, if you're going to get that amount of heat on the heel, the babyface wins the match. That didn't happen, so. Um, it felt to me, just hearing what he announced he was going and seeing the way that match went, that Lacey's stock is rising within NXT, and good for Lacey. So it seems like she's on the push, which is good. Good for her. That's nice. Dakota, I will tell you, will always be over because um, she's got all the important intangibles. I've talked a, a shitload about her selling ability, which for a babyface is the end all be all. She's always going to have that She's always going to be over because of that And her comeback always says fire um, Her comeback is crisp, athletic, and offense You know, her offense, I should say Is crisp and athletic um, So she's the type of girl I don't want to say you could beat her all the time But, you know, it's not the end of the world If, you know, she loses a match here and there It's fine uh, Because Dakota can come back uh, from this uh, With no problem um, She's just to her, her, you know who she is like and that's important i've talked in the past about that with certain guys like um just going back like um sandman like an ecw like you know way back in yesteryear you know like you could beat sandman all you want it didn't matter uh people loved him no matter what his entrance his entrance was amazing once that metallic was cranking and people were going crazy you know it, it, it you know it didn't matter you didn't it didn't fucking mean anything just sandman was over like rover uh, you know that's it so <laughs> um he's a made guy um he just is he just had an awesome connection to the audience i think dakota she's not to the level of a sandman yet of being connected to the audience because she hasn't had that kind of a push but i do think she has a connection to the audience and people feel for her because of how good she sells you know what I mean? So uh, I, I like her a lot, Dakota Kai, and I like Lacey a lot. I mean, I kind of—I hate to say—I kind of—I kind of—I guess I ripped the match a little bit. I, I don't mean to come off like that, but it's just I—I I, I felt like they could have went into things a little bit different. They could have had a little more sense of urgency um, in the match. I don't—I don't—I have a feeling someone maybe had a little—they had a chat with either Lacey as the heel. Or maybe the agent, the way it was laid out I don't know, I'm not behind the scenes there So I, I, I'm not going to make phone calls or text messages to find out It's none of my business There are other people who do podcasts that could attempt to give you inside shit That's not my style, as you guys know um, 
So, so that's the deal on that. So, uh, what I'm going to do here is uh, tell you uh, first and foremost about my friends over at Rocket Mortgage, and then on the other side of that, I'm going to get into uh, the main event. No more contenders match for the women's title. I have a lot to say about that from NXT. Look, support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that the home plays a very big role in your life and your family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. And when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan, uh, it's very important, a very important time in your life for you and your family. Uh, and if, you know, you need someone like Rocket, Mor Rocket Mortgage to give you that confidence. Because if it's trusted partners to allow you to share the financial information uh, with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. In addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, guys, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicker Loans apply simply, understand fully, and most importantly, mortgage confidently. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. All right, guys, going to go to break. Come back from break. On the side, I'll get into the main event of NXT. It was the number one contenders match for the for Shayna Baszler. Take two. Shayna Baszler's NXT women's title. I'll get into that. Taz Show, sit tight. Be right back. We're back here on the Taz Show And I've uh, been talking some NXT action, as I said And to get into talking about that number number one contenders match Which was a very good match I have a lot of uh, a lot of thoughts on it So uh, no reason to waste any time on it I'm wasting time waiting to get to it I will um, just attack it Full throttle Like I do everything else It's a complete auto attack of topics that's my style. I just friggin' attack it. Hold on, I almost spilled a whole glass of water on me. I usually have a mug I drink out of, like a beer mug. I just fill it with water. I just pound water while I do the shows. That's my gimmick. And then at night, I sit in my yard. And what do I do? Listen to Taz and Moose. You know what I do? I pound beers and smoke cigars, fucking nonstop, like a man's man. I'm a man. That's me. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways um, So you got this main event right So it, it, it's pretty badass right You got you got the right talent in the main event Which for for the For Shayna Baszler's championship And You know you, you got oh, For those that don't know you got Candice LeRae You got Nikki Cross and you got Carrie Sane right So Three completely different type of ladies Three completely different type of in-ring performers and characters But it makes for a pretty good mix, I think From an athletic perspective and a physical perspective I enjoyed this I thought it was good The storytelling in the match I, I, I liked a lot um, I knew before it even happened in my brain I'm saying, well, they're probably going to have Shayna Baszler come out to the announce desk because we have three people at the desk, why not have four, right? So not that three is not enough. Let's have one more person. Let's do it. So I'll get into thoughts on that in a second here. Um, 
All right, look. So you have a number one contenders match, okay? It, it for me, from an announcing perspective, the most important thing, the most important thing to do when you have a number one contenders match, no matter if it's a a one on one match, or if it's a triple threat like this was, or if it's four people in a match or a tag team match, and it's for the uh, number one contender spot for the tag team titles, whatever the frig it is. Especially if the talent is busting their ass and physical as shit in the match, you really, you really, announcer wise, have to tell me more than once. Look at how, and, and paraphrasing. Look at how important it is for these men or women or what have you to get a shot at the friggin' title or titles because they're. Beating the shit out of each other You know, not said like that, obviously But you get my feel You have to, as an announcer I don't care if you're a play-by-play guy Or a color commentator or whatever you are You have to do that more than once Probably more than twice the longer the match is It's vital It tells, that's the main crops of the fucking story that's the main story. It's a number one contenders match. So when you're the number one contender, what does that mean happens? You get an opportunity at said championship. Well, that's the epicenter of this whole fucking thing. You want to be the champion. So now you're getting a shot in a number one contenders match to be champion. So you leave it all in the ring, and that's what these three girls did. Lorraine, Cross, and Sane, they all left it and they busted their ass. And I'm not saying the announcers didn't put the talent over. They did. And they put the match over. But quite frankly, I feel like I never heard. Now, I only listened to the match once when I watched it. I feel like I never heard that, that vibe of how important is this opportunity for this, for this woman's title. Shana, you're sitting here with us in the announced position. Look at these three girls, these three ladies beating the daylights out of each other to get an opportunity at your title. Aren't you nervous? Aren't you scared? Look at what these girls are willing to do to each other just to get a shot at you, Shayna. Just to get a shot at you. Aren't you concerned? Never got that feel. That's important. That's not me armchair quarterbacking. That shit I did as a commentator, that shit Michael Cole did as a commentator, that shit that, that, that JR has done as a commentator, that shit Joey Styles done, that's what you do. That's what you do. That's what you do. You have to get that over. And frankly, I do not feel, I did not feel that vibe from that announced position. Now, I've said before, I'm not a huge fan of that announced team. I'm not. I'm not saying those guys don't work hard. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. But I, I'm I'm not a fan of uh, Mauro screaming, you know, from the beginning of the show to the end. He still does that. That's fine. That's his th- thing, I guess. And no one's going to stop it and whatever. And if Triple H and companies fine with it, well, who the hell am I to say anything? I, he don't work for me, Mauro. He, Mauro, he works for them. So whatever, cool. I'm not his boss. I'm just a guy giving a fucking opinion on a podcast. So, um, you know, I I just feel like those guys either weren't instructed or just didn't go in they shouldn't have to be instructed to be honest with you to tell that story of how vital this opportunity is and how much these fucking girls are busting their ass out there to try and get a shot at you Baszler because Shayna is in the friggin she's got a headset on as an announcer 
Okay, now that's another thing. She shouldn't have had a headset on as an announcer because, quite frankly, she's, she's green and she's not very good at it. Okay, and you're putting her in a position that's not going to let her flourish. Why not have Shayna Baszler, you know, come out, not go ringside, but just hang out on the fucking stage and watch the match or have her hover around the announce position? Something. Don't put her on headsets. Don't have her sit there like every other talent does. Make her different. She's legit. Baszler's legit. Okay, she's a legit talent. And, and she's got a legit background with her MMA and all, and, and she's a legit athlete. Keep her strong and don't show any of her weakness. I know she's trying, she's going to get better, obviously. Her upside, I've put her over like all the time, is huge. And I'm not knocking her. I'm knocking that she shouldn't have been there. That's not her fault. That's how it's booked. Okay. I, I, I Normally, that's that booking 101. All right. We're going to have a number one contenders match. All right. Let's have the champion on announce. All right. Been there, done that. We've seen it five billion times. Let's be honest. These are things you will never hear on the WWE Network, on a podcast, or anything like that. This type of blunt comments can be a little rough sometimes. Uh, Honey, put the orange dress back in the storage. Yep, we don't need that. Sorry. We'll edit that out of the podcast. So here's the thing. You don't need Shayna. At the announce desk talking There was even a point where there was dead air There's four people at the table And it's a chunk where there's dead air what, Why? Well, I, you know, you, and they did The announcers did hit her with a couple of questions They hit Shane with a couple of questions Not a lot I like Shane's reaction She was cold as ice like she could be She's cool as a cucumber That's her gimmick I get it She's confident, she's cocky It's the same, you know, same thing's gonna happen no matter who Wins this thing, it don't matter who wins No problem to kick the shit out of whoever it is It don't fucking mean nothing That was Shayna's vibe on commentary And that's the right vibe, she did the right thing I like that a lot, I'm cool with that I just think that Her inflection, her voice tone Her delivery uh, Is not where it needs to be yet And she's still learning So let's keep her strong She's our top girl if we're NXT Let's keep this top woman top Let's keep her strong all the time And I don't think doing that keeps her strong Not yet She's not ready yet for that If she's going to be in that position You got to have commentators around And they're going to keep her strong You got to have commentators around And they're going to help get her over more Frankly, that's it That's their job <laughs> So, you know, really uh, If you're going to have her there you, She's going to need a little help you know, so I, to me, that just jumped out. I'm just being frank, you know. So uh, does this hurt Shayna Baszler? No, of course not. No, is this me sometimes going into nitpicking? Well, yeah, I do do that. You know that. Um, sometimes I do do that. But this, these are things I'm passionate about. I wouldn't say this shit if I didn't, if I didn't mean it. So um, I, I, I don't think it needed her on commentary. I think you definitely needed her out there. I like that she was out there. No doubt about that. Um, I also just again Being that we're going to nitpick a little I'll nitpick even more uh, I don't like that They had her in a Sitting in a chair and she looks smaller Than everybody else at the table They had her chill slouched down Like her posture was just like I get it she's too cool for school I get it and that's her gimmick leather jacket Jones I got it the belt on her shoulder She's cool as shit she's confident she's cocky I feel it 
I just would have rather seen them have her sit up, sit up and, and perch her chair up a little bit, let her look. She's not a, a small girl. She's a, a legit athlete that's got some muscularity and size on her. So let's show, let's show her that she's not just let's make her look again. Let's portray her in a positive way. Um, that gives her what she has already. She has star power, Shayna Baszler. Let's fucking exploit it. That's my thing. So that's that's what I feel they didn't do in that segment with her on commentary as a champion. Again, is it going to hurt her? No, it's not going to hurt her. You know, uh, um, so, uh, some might say, "Oh, you're overreacting," and that's fine. That's your prerogative. You could think I'm overreacting, and that's cool. You're entitled to your opinion. So am I. I have a platform to say my opinion. So ha 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 ha, and that's that. So, I mean, really, it, it's it's not the end of the world here. Uh, but I, I just, to me, I think it's just very important, especially with the champion, that we got to uh, we got to keep her strong, get her over, make her look right. Um, you know, uh, that th- there's nothing more important than that, in my opinion, um, with the champion. Now, look, it, it's I think at one point. Nigel might have said like when the girls It might have been a, a triple down while all the girls are down I'm trying to remember later in the match He might have said something like uh, This is off of my point I said earlier that, that They never told me How far these girls are willing to go To get this shot at Shayna Baszler And I think at one point Nigel said something Along the lines of Look at what's going on and I'm paraphrasing Look what's going on here look at these girls they're, you know, they're all beat up whatever This speaks volumes Well that's Nigel doing a good job setting up one of the other two guys. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. It speaks violence because to your point, Nigel, they're beating the shit out of each other just to get a shot at you, Shana. Are you sure you're prepared for this? Come Brooklyn, come, come take over. Are you ready for this? Are you sure? I mean, that's that's what you gotta say. You gotta fucking say it, you know, and it didn't do that. So, you know, uh, I don't know. Just just I, it was a layup to me. It was right there, sitting on a platter for them, you know. Um, you know, uh, but whatever. Uh, so then, and anyway, what happens is they, uh, what they do is they have, uh, they have the pirate win the match, who is Carrie Sane, who's very good. Um, I didn't expect this to happen. I thought Candice LeRae would have won the match. I would have had Candice LeRae win the match. Um, that's what I would have done. I believe in her, and I think especially with the Gargano story, like I talked about in the past, you, I think you want to keep Candice like she is um, sky high. Her career is taking off like a rocket, and her husband, he's still having trials and tribulations because, you know, he got beat by Champa. You know what I mean? And Champa kind of threw, you know, threw his wedding ring and did all this shit and all this stuff. I don't know. I would have had Candice LeRae win the match, but... Shockingly enough for me, Carrie Sane won. What very cool to finish her big elbow that she does, the insane elbow. Uh, her name's Carrie Sane, insane elbow. Hello. Uh, and the, the finish came out of nowhere. It was, it was kind of cool the way they did it. And I believe that what was happening was, if I remember correctly, Candice Ray was on a cover. She was covering. Nikki Cross, who, by the way, Nikki Cross busted her ass this match. She worked really hard. She looked great, and uh, she worked very intense. Uh, she she looked she looked great. She looked really good in this contest here. She always does. She's she's very loaded with energy, Nikki Cross. She's a very good worker. So, but I thought she really stuck out to me a lot in this match. All three girls worked real hard. There's no knock on that, no doubt. But 
So Cancelo went for a cover on Nikki, if I remember correctly, and off the top out of nowhere, here comes Carrie same bing, 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 and same elbow on the back of uh Nikki Cross, one, two, three, Carrie beats Candace. Carrie saying Carrie uh, Carrie, I should say not Carrie. Carrie saying goes on to NXT Brooklyn to face, you know, now uh Shayna Baszler. So I, you know, to me, it's kind of like a layup who's going to win in Brooklyn. Uh, I, I, you know, if they have Sane win the match, I'll be shocked. I just, I know it's the rubber match for them. I don't think it's happening. I think Shayna Baszler beats us straight up. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I can see the, the NXT fans in Brooklyn. They'll want to be interactive and they'll do the whole pirate ship thing and they'll do the whole thing when she comes out, carry her, get a good pop and all that jazz. I really don't think she's winning the match. If she does win the match, I'll be the first one to come out here and say, oh, I was wrong. Fuck it. Sorry about that. My bad. So, but just again, my insight opinions on that deal. Uh, I don't think she's going to win. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have had, I, I think that a more intriguing match, in my opinion, would have been LeRae against. Uh, against Cara, uh, against uh, Shayna Baszler in Brooklyn at NXT Takeover, I think that I don't know. I just think that that would have really built more of a, a bit more of a draw for me. I mean, look, it don't matter NXT Takeover before the WWE the big uh, the big show pay per views. They draw like a son of a bitch anyway, so it don't really matter. You know, it's they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get a you know a, a great audience there in Brooklyn, so they have a great following there and. Um, it's it's like the Barclays Center here in New York has become the new garden, you know, where they, they used to run the garden years and years ago, a whole shitload of WWE. Now it's that they run Barclays in Brooklyn, a whole shitload. So, you know, it, it's great. It's a great venue. I've personally never been there, but I know a ton of guys that, that have been to Islander games there and, and been to wrestling there and say it's a great venue. Um, um, I've never been to the actual building. You know, when I grew up, uh, when I was young and living in that area of Brooklyn, uh, not far from there. Um, that building obviously wasn't there, so um, <laughs> you know that's a newer building. But uh, but anyway, um, that's like the new home for them, man. They're always they're always at the uh, the Barclays. So uh, great venue, from what I understand, and a great spot in Brooklyn with a ton of good food and a ton of good shit. So if you're ever in that area, and you want to go watch wrestling, go there. It's, it's a good spot. Uh, I know the area. I just never, like I said, never been to the building. So uh, so that's the deal, though, guys. I hope you enjoyed uh, this edition of. The said Tasha And uh, a lot of fun as usual Just coming out here spitting some bullshit with you guys Talking up a little bit You know I love doing that And uh, and I'll come at you soon Oh by the way the Suplex 2018 pod that I dropped this week You guys seem to really love it So I'm glad to hear that it Got a great reaction and great numbers So uh, there'll be more of that stuff coming up Where I get into more like a move One move and discuss the move um, or moves or something like you know just as far as a podcast i think that's gonna feel cool uh for you guys to just get my insight on it so uh that'll be coming soon very soon right here to attach all right guys thanks talk to you guys soon i've been doing what i really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when i'm back at home it never feels the same cuz we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up i want to go back to days with no grades we ordered the kids Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let